Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. What's up, world? This is your man, Nick Eden, and I am here with the talk of the town. I know you're going to dig this. Here to talk of the town. Take you to the hometown Martinette in Brooklyn, where Bobby Millett and his orchestra are offering a program of dance music. Here to talk of the town. Don't let nobody tell you that. 
congratulations to Nicki Minaj, you know, on um, her song Super Bass being, I think they said is the most successful uh, female rap song in the last 10 years. But then you got to look back and think, okay, how many rap female rap songs have come out in the last 10 years? Just saying. Right. But congratulations to her, nonetheless. But I want to get right into this topic, man. I, this is um, this is a doozy. This is something a lot of people don't like to talk about. Either from fear of being labeled as a person who participates in it, or from fear of being exposed for your participation in it. And that's payola. Ooh, that's the dirty word of the music business. Payola. <laughs> and for those who aren't... Huh? I say, you know, something I ain't got to be afraid of. Go ahead. My, my problem. Uh, you good. You know, for those who are not sure what payola is, it's not a granola bar. It's not a candy bar. We're talking about paying for playing. Paying that cost to be the boss. Now, this is nothing new. Payola is absolutely nothing new. This is actually goes back very far. As a matter of fact, um, I was trying to explain to my cousin exactly what Payola was, and I brought up the uh, the movie Ray. If you guys remember in the movie Ray, uh, right when he had the song "I've Got a Woman," uh, he's uh, Jerry Wexler is at the radio station with uh, they didn't name him in the movie, but it was Alan Freed uh, with the Moon Dog Show, who was probably one of the, the most famous cases and one of the earliest cases of Payola. Uh, where he was playing a song, he said, "Oh, this sound is great. This sound is new. This is this is the this is a huge record, and you're gonna hear it over and over again on the Moon Dog Show." And then after, you know, Jerry comes up and he drops a little money in his pocket. Well, that's what payola is. You're paying to get your record played. Now, a lot of times, people are saying that nowadays, because of the the the, the, the big surge of internet radio and things like Turntable FM and Pandora that payola is really getting, you know, kind of played out. Actually, it's bigger now than it ever was. You know, you have a lot of consolidated playlists across the country. You know, there are maybe five records that you hear all day, and every now and then you'll hear an old-school record and maybe one new record every now and then. But for the most part, it's the same five records being played all day. funny thing about that is radio adds, you know, a certain amount of songs, Every week, each station adds a certain amount of songs every week to their playlist. So if these same five records are getting played over and over again, what's going on with these new songs that are supposed to be added to the playlist? But, you know, if you want to get in on this conversation, make sure you give us a call, 718-508-9972. If you're already on the line, press that number one and let us know what you think. Because what we want to talk about today is we want to talk about, you know, is payola as big as it's ever been? Is some payola okay? I don't know. Now, what do you think? What do you think about payola? As someone who is an artist, what do you think about payola? Is it bad? Is it good? Does it kind of not bother you either way it goes? Well, it has its uh, pros and cons, I would say. Um, the con of it, man, I mean, you could be paying somebody three and $4,000 just to play your record one time. And then from the female side of it, you got females out there that, you know, Payola is in a lot of forms, people. It can be monetary. Oh, yeah. for me type thing, all of that. It can be in different forms. Now, you know, we've had, you know, female artists on, you know, the show before uh, mentioned that DJs or 
uh, radio personnel uh, tried to get them to have sex with them in order to play their song. That's a form of payola, people. You don't know it or not. But uh, man, the pros and cons. But majority of man, I look at it as people trying to get something out of you. You know what I'm saying? Because for one, uh, they really ain't even got to like your record to play it. A lot of times, they just want the money. They just want the money, man. This is true. Uh, you know what? And, and Kev, I want to get your input on this, but I, I did want to share this real quick story. Uh, I'm not going to say this, the radio station def, uh, for obvious reasons. I'm not going to say the radio station. Uh, thankfully, I've worked for plenty of radio stations. But um, I can remember this one record, horrible record. And anybody who lived in the area when this record hit number one regionally, they will all agree that this was just a horrible record. I remember the program director actually talking with one of the radio DJs, and he was saying, man, this this record, it sucks. This is this is some, for lack of a better like, this is some bullshit. And the guy's telling him, well, you know, this, you know, it's killing the clubs right now. And, of course, the reason it was killing the clubs is because they were paying off the DJs. Heck, it is what it is. Uh, the guy who was behind this group, they had a lot of money, and they weren't afraid to spend it. And so the, the and it's funny to look in the program director's eyes because he's like, "But it's horrible." He's like, "All right, fine. Y'all step out the room. Let me make a call real quick." So I step out the room. Five minutes later, the song's playing on air, and it played at least seven times that day. Went into rotation. Next thing you know. One of the top songs in, at, at that particular station And you know Like I said I'm not going to say the, the, the station's name For obvious reasons But it just goes to show It's just like Al just said Most times They don't even have to Like the record Most times yeah. The record is Kev What do you think About this Kev Well um, I would like for you To say the record name So everybody can know I you can't say that man Man, I, uh, you know what? I, because it played, it played on a lot of different stations. Oh, it did. So I won't say, I won't say the station's name, but the record was the Alabama Anthem, and it was by uh, a group called um, I can't even remember the, the the name of the guys. They were based out of Birmingham, but um, the record uh, it, it got played all throughout. Well, but it was horrible. It, it sounded yeah. like it sounded like a less talented D4L. Yeah. That's the best way I can describe this record. It sounded like a less talented D4L, but it is it, it, it is what it is. This is the this is the business that we're in. But like I said, this is nothing new. This has been going on for years. Uh, Kev, other than trying to start up some some stuff, what do you think about payola? Man, I mean, really, it. I think payola. I don't believe it got a. I don't believe there's a good and a bad. I don't believe there's a pro and a con to it. Because overall, man, it prevents a lot of new artists from getting their records heard. It prevents a lot of new anything from getting heard, really. Because a lot of those guys, man, you know, like Al said, there are many forms. A lot of these larger labels come in. It's called advertisement. They come in with the budgets, and they spend all this bread, and they're messing up a lot of stations. And you know how it go, man. As long as the big stations say something, all the other entities follow. And it's That's crazy. Right. It is it, it like you said, it, it hasn't got it's under the world more now. It's not as obvious as it was maybe ten, fifteen years ago. You know, a lot of cats don't even talk about it. like you said, it's a very dirty word in the business. But a lot of these guys are still getting it in. Cause you mean to tell me a DJ can ride around in a Maserati? 
A radio programmer? No, <laughs> oh, I, I didn't mean to say that. Ooh-wee, ooh-wee. Man, I'm going to get some calls about this tomorrow. Okay, well, I'll tell you what we're going to do. Because we're going we're gonna to play this first clip of the day. So just to explain a little bit more, um, this is a clip I found on YouTube. It just kind of goes into a little bit more about the actual process of, or one of the many processes of payola. And after we get back from the clip, I'm going to play devil's advocate. And I'm going to say that in certain situations, payola is a good thing. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and get into this first clip. This is the Middleman Presents Talk the Town with Nick Eaton. This is our first clip about payola. Okay. We have something in the United States of America called payola. And let me explain how payola works. I'm going to give the example of Elvis Presley. Okay. Elvis Presley was an artist that Sun Records had, and uh, they needed to get him airplay. So what they did was they went to some local radio stations and talked to some DJs there, and they said, hey, look, I got this record, Hound Dog, and this guy's name is Elvis Presley. Uh, every time you play this record, I'll give you 10 bucks. So the DJ says, ah, cool. So the DJ just plays it and plays it and plays it and wears it out. And by repetition, the general public says, oh, oh Hound Dog, yeah, that's kind of cool. I'm going to think I'll go out and buy it. Who is this guy? Boy, he must be really good because he's getting a lot of airplay on the radio. That's how payola works, man. It made Elvis's career. Uh, it's not a new concept. Uh, unfortunately, it's alive and well today. And today, it's even worse. Today is even worse. Huh. Now... We, and when I say we, I say America as a whole, because we in black America know how much of a thief Elvis Presley was. Oh, yes. But, but we in America as a whole regard Elvis Presley as being one of the, the the greatest rock stars of all time. And he had such good music and such great stage presence, and that's why he was so successful. Kind of makes, makes you look at Elvis a little differently now, doesn't it? Well, not me. I always knew he was a thief and 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 and, and a, a lot of other things. Yeah, yeah. Hound Dog wasn't even his song, but we'll get into that in another show. Right. But it it, it brings up a good point, and I, I'm going to play devil's advocate on this, and I'm going to ask a question. Two questions, actually. One, can payola be a good thing for certain artists? Let me tell you what I mean by that. We all know that the radio is cluttered with BS. We know this. Now, if you just happen to have an artist that has a good record, has good music, not just one record, but good music, good stage performance, and the one thing that's standing between that artist and success is paying off a couple of radio DJs. In that situation, is Paola a good thing? We do have a caller that probably want to comment in on this. You want me to bring the call in? All right. All right, caller 769, you're live on the Talk of the Town with Nick E. What's up? What's going on? Uh, this is uh, Deshaun Dawes. Hey, what's up, bro? Hey, Dawes, what's going on, what's man? What's going on? Man, not much, not much. I'm just calling in to chime in on... Uh, what you guys got going on right now, this payola situation, and just, you know, the the industry in general. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. 
I mean, pretty much what I see is that you can argue both points, and, and I don't think no one can, can, can consistently sit and argue one point and not understand the, the, other, the other advantage of the other point. But for me, for an artist to actually be able to have to go into an industry that is so tough as the music industry, I mean, you have to use every advantage that you have to that you that you're able to take a you know part of, and uh, and and payola that that is one of the things that that they're looking at. And if I have to put a couple of dollars in the DJ pocket so he will play my music, that may be the only chance that my music gets to be heard because we are in an industry where favors are, you know, they they are they're a high thing that rise in the industry. You know, favors are one of those things that. I mean, you do for me, I do for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When did I it get like? I mean, when when did it get like that though? I know it's been like that for a long time, but honestly, this is just my opinion, Nick, and I'm gonna let you take it. But if you got to sit up there and you feel like that's your only advantage of paying a DJ to get them to play your records, man, you you really approaching the game wrong. Because number one, your music can overpower a DJ. Period. And if y'all think that's a lie, look at one example. Remember Pastor Troy. Pastor Troy made every DJ and radio station pay attention. And there may have been some payola situations in that situation. But this guy worked this record in this region so hard outside of the major, major cities that Atlanta couldn't do nothing but pay attention. Birmingham couldn't do nothing but pay attention. Parts of Florida paid attention. Louisiana, Texas, they paid attention because of how he approached the game. It wasn't the fact that he came at everybody spending all this budget because he did not have a budget when he first came out. He just walked the roads. Smaller market, smaller station. So I don't know well, if that's Kev, the only advantage that someone would have. Well, Kev, just playing devil's uh, advocate on that, I, and I remember doing. I remember that you're absolutely right. That was a lot of hard work. That was a lot of uh, groundwork that Pastor Troy put in, you know, himself. At a certain point, though, Universal did step in. Yeah, that was after the day. Indeed. That's at a certain point. And now the one thing I can honestly say is is that in my entire time, in my entire career, I've never paid one dime, one red cent for any airplay. Thankfully, you know, it's been about the hard work that I put in or the hard work that my group put in, and we were able to receive the airplay that we did. But I will say this. There were a lot of records that were just kind of moved in, moved right along in ahead of us in that whole process. There were, there were a lot of records that were moved in. And, and looking at looking back at it now, you know, you definitely appreciate the hard work, but it's like, man, you know, if I would have gotten just a fraction of what they got, you know, mm-hmm. what, could it have, what could it have grown to? So I definitely understand what you're saying. And you're right, Pastor Troy put in a lot of work. He put in a lot of work. But at a certain point, when he couldn't take the record too much further than he could, that's when Universal stepped in. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm not right. saying that Universal <laughs> stepped in and started paying people, but what I am saying is they did step in and the airplay increased. Okay. Let, let me ask you all this uh, this, uh, this, uh, this particular question, Nick. Since you said that about the majors now, um, everybody on the phone, including you, Dawson, um, as far as independent artists who don't have a budget. Now, Kevin explained how Pastor did that. Now, this new wave that we have now as far as a lot of people promote via the Internet, Twitter, you know, whatever. 
um, you don't have as many people out there that are out there hands and foot, you know, actually promoting their music like that. With is payola more beneficial now versus how it was back in the day? Beneficial, uh, beneficial. I mean, is it, is, it, is it getting these artists to what they want to get? No, because it's still the, the point to where favors are being played. You have to get yourself in the right position. Positioning is, is, is what these artists need and they don't understand. I mean, it goes back to something you said, man, the hard work that Pastor Troy put in, they're forgetting about that hard work. They don't know how to go get that hard work. They are not a student of the industry, uh, most independent artists, and that's their problem. They're not a student of the industry. Once you become a student of something, you know where to go. not saying that you're not going to have your bumps and bruises, but you know how to rebound from that, from those bumps and bruises. So, no, payola is not a, a better benefit. Well, Anybody else want to ask that question? Let's let let me play devil's advocate on this once again because don't get me wrong I definitely agree with you and honestly I think that the internet has made a lot of people lazy we talked about this before uh, when 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 Kevin Al did the old grind versus new grind the internet has made a lot of people lazy let me tell you something and let me be completely honest and real with you if you're an artist and you spend all day sending me links on Twitter. Or posting stuff on my Facebook page. What are you doing? That's not gonna. That's not gonna get me to go and purchase your record. I'm sorry. And I can't speak for everybody else out there. I can only speak for me because because I am one of the few that is still a record buyer. I still buy albums every month. But I'm very much so. I'm very picky about what albums I buy. There are some people that I have bought albums on. They clearly off of their grind. Had nothing to do with the music. To be dead honest with you, I'll give you a prime example. Killer Mike. When he when he dropped the first I pledge allegiance to the grind after he left Big Boy. Now I'm gonna tell you right now, afterwards when I went and listened to the album, I was like, Okay, this is a great album. But initially what made me go and buy that album was how much work he put in. I felt his movement. I felt like that was my homeboy that was trying to get on. Let me go ahead and support him the best way I can. So it's not always about the music. So just sitting there and posting links on Twitter and Facebook all day does not mean you're on the grind. I'm not saying that it's not necessary. I'm not saying that it's not important. You definitely want to have all your music available on all avenues. But what I am saying is that's, that's an enhancement to the work that you're already putting in. But unfortunately, a lot of cats don't know about this work. Now, in terms of this payola, I'm not talking about necessarily the radio DJs and commercial radio. But I can think of a lot of mobile DJs. I can think of a lot of club DJs, internet radio DJs that work regular jobs just like the rest of us. They're trying to pay their bills just like the rest of us. They're out there, and they're trying to get their own movement established. And oftentimes, as artists, we get so wrapped up in what we're doing that we forget that, hey, they got bills to pay, too. So mm-hmm. I'm asking, is it wrong to pay those club DJs? Because, see, those are the ones that don't, they don't get the credit. The, the DJs that play in the well, hole in the walls where people are shooting it up, fighting every night, but they're yeah. still in there playing your record. 
You know, yeah. it's the big, it's the great streets of the world that get the credit for breaking the record. It's the funk master flex when he drops the bomb that that you know gets credit for breaking the record. Now realizing that right. it's this DJ person here, this DJ person there that's been playing your record for months and getting people familiar with it before it even makes it to a funk master flex or a great right. street. Now, now if 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 you want to break it down like that, Nick, we can look at it as a DJ's commission check. Um, <laughs> No, because if you give them money, I mean, you know, basically, you know, saying you're you're making a commission off that particular artist. Now, if the artists have a hit record, boom, bam, you know, what I'm saying, good for them. You know, good for the DJ too. It may help out the DJ a little bit more too, because they probably be the first, you know, but what they would be the person that, as you would say, can break their record, and then yeah. that can also give them their big break too. So it it, it is, you know, some positives no, to that. Man, I disagree. I disagree again because. I disagree again, Al, because, number one, that whole environment breeds to a certain... I'm not going to say this dude's name, but there's a particular guy we know and ain't going to say where he's from. But there are many artists that come to a certain part of our, you know, part of the state. And y'all know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. This guy sit up here and come, you know, everybody, you know, they hear his name ringing in the street because he's one of those dudes that, quote, unquote, is out there working. The next thing you know... He's sitting up there trying to hit somebody up for $2,000, $4,000, and I could do this for you. And this ain't the only story I heard about this guy. I know many a times people come from other places and take this guy, this you know, take this guy's word for him being a promoter slash I can help you get the radio college or, or just the area, period, this, this this little area right here. And, and I mean, these guys pay him, and, and you know what I'm saying, these guys are straight crooks that beneath the, the slime on the bottom of a rock to me. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. there are a lot of artists out here, man, that, yeah. that work, like you said, they work a daily job. They're out here trying to put they put their hard-earned time and effort behind their music, and they get got by people like this. And it, and it really makes people real, real, you know, sarcastic and, and not trustworthy, trusting of people out here. You know what I'm saying? The next person that come on that may want to help them put that record out there, what's going to happen? They're going to be like, no, nah, dude, I ain't, I ain't finna help you, give you nothing. And I understand that. Don't get me wrong. I understand you, but that's also, I think that comes with assessing who that person is and what they're about. One thing I always ask the DJ when I meet them, whether I give them my music or not, I always ask the DJ, what do you have going on? Yeah. What do you have going on? You know, because you got you have to, you got to realize this. If you ain't in How that area, though, talk Nick. to them on a daily basis talking about break my record, break my record, Nick. break my record. Nick. And the, the DJ area, never man. gets credit for it. Come on, though, Nick. If you ain't in that area, you can call anybody. Just like, um, you know, formerly, with, well, with the magazine. When we were doing a DJ issue, we how can we, somebody can call us and say, man, I'm working. You know what I'm saying? But if you can't check that person's background, how you really know they working? You feel what I'm saying? And, and you in a different region. They in a different region. Right. But they out there just can't. You want to know how you can check their background? I'm doing it. Yeah, if you want to know how they check their background, oh, this, 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 because this, this, a bad this, this, reputation goes further, a lot further and a lot faster than a good reputation. <laughs> and you know that. How many times have we been talking about such as, how many times, how many conversations have we had where somebody comes up and we like, oh, man, I heard this about him. I heard this about him. I don't know. He's a little shaky on his rep. Yeah. A bad rep goes oh, yeah. a lot faster and a lot farther than a good one. That's true. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm going oh, yeah. to quote, quote one of my homies, Dub G. I'm tired of people talking about the Google me. If I hear one more cat say Google me, we're going to have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Doug. 
But this is this is my thing about it. And I'll say this a little earlier. Now we're getting ready to go into our, our, our next break. I'll say this a little earlier, and this is what I want to uh, start the next segment on. There are many forms of payola. There are many forms of payola. And in a lot of instances, I don't think that it's necessarily a dirty word. Prime example, we've talked before about how you have to wear different hats, especially for those of us who came out of Mississippi and Alabama and the regions where the music industry just wasn't really prevalent like that. We all had to wear different hats. Now, what would be wrong? This can definitely be considered payola, but what's wrong with this? Almost every club DJ you know is probably trying to throw a party, trying to do this, trying to do that. Now, if you got a flyer and you're trying to advertise your album or your party or whatever, you got two sides to this flyer. What's wrong with you going to this DJ and saying, hey, whatever your event is, I'm already getting these flyers printed. Let me get your event on the other side of my flyer, and I can get my team out there, and we can promote both of them. That's now, that can be considered payola, but is that a bad thing? No, that's networking, really. That's, that's, yeah, that's, that's advertising and networking. That's networking, really, man. At the end of the day, you're doing a favor for a favor. Because at the end of the day, you want the DJ to play your music. Am I right? But, I mean, even 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 if you do that, it's more beneficial to you. But if, I, if I'm a DJ and I play your record and your record don't take, are you supposed to get mad at me because your record sounds like crap? No. And, see, that comes into the credibility of the DJ and how honest the DJ is. And you know what? I can say there are look, a few look, DJs look, look, out hold there. Hold up, man. There are 10,000 DJs out there that will play a Waka Flocka record before they'll play an Outcast record. Get on that, man. Get on down with that right there, man. Get on down. I promise. We're going to touch on that yeah. when we get back. Break on break on break on is like what? Like the top song for like six months. Uh-uh. Get on down with that, man. Get on down. They cannot tell me he ain't paid no money to get his record to, uh, to get played. Cannot tell me, man. Well, hey, Dawes, if you could, um, Dawes, if you could press the number one, clear yourself out, and if you have a comment after this break right here, uh, we'll bring it back in, all right? All right, no problem, no problem. Thank you, guys. All right, we're going to get ready to go into this song of the day, and um, we said in the description that, you know, it's always been said that uh, getting – the key to getting your music played is only a couple of dead presidents away. So let's go ahead into it. Jay-Z with dead presidents. This is the Middleman Presents Talk to Town with Nick E. Block Talk Radio. Surprise the bitches, think harder. You know this nigga. 
Omega, Jay-Z, Sean Carter, G.S. the fuck up, G.S. the fuck up, watch me shine like a bright let me get the fuck up, all rhymers forget it, like all timers, small timers, I've said it, I'm addressing all drama, talk to them. Getting paid. 
I can think of a good friend of mine, um, who I won't mention his name for obvious reasons. Uh, he's a radio programmer. Been in radio for, man, almost, I'd say almost 10 years now. As an on-air personality. And I can remember him sleeping in the promotional van for the station. Mm-hmm. Because he couldn't afford to pay his rent. He got kicked out of his place. You know, it's a sad truth, you know, thankfully now, because of the, because of the support of the other artists and, and the people that, that come out to see him DJ and everything, he's been able to get himself back up and he's doing, he's doing well for himself now. But, you know, they don't get paid. That's why if you ever notice, if you think about these Z100s and these 101, the monkey, and all these big beat stations and everything, you know, the radio DJs, everything about their career is centered around that radio station. But when you get to the urban stations, the jams, and and, and, and and the hots and then different ones like this, they all the DJs have a lot of other stuff going on. They have to. So they're not getting paid. They're not getting paid like the other DJs are getting paid. So I, I just wanted to dispel that myth that the, the radio DJs are getting, you know, they're just getting all this money from these big salaries from these big, huge companies. It doesn't work like that. There's only a few that all of them are for paid like that, though, right? So what else? I said there are only a few that really get paid like that, though, right? There are a few that are really getting paid like that, and honestly, they've been in radio 20-plus years. Yeah, Tom. Right. Michael. Yeah. Uh, Steve. Steve is getting paid. Yeah. Ricky getting paid. Steve is getting paid. paid. But even yeah, if you Steve, even with Steve, how much other stuff does Steve have going on? Oh, a lot. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Right. He's got a lot of other stuff going on. He's got the radio show. He's got the TV show. He's got the, uh, the Family Feud. He still does the tours. He, you know, he he's got a lot going on. You know, they don't get paid, but a lot of these other cats get paid. Warren Valentine talked about that. They don't get paid with these other cats. You'd be surprised to think what your average radio DJ is getting paid. And your club DJ is getting a fraction of that. Maybe. I know a guy works eight hours a day at Taco Bell, gets off from there, gets maybe two hours of sleep, and the rest of the night he's up DJing at some whole new off club for between $125 to $250. And that's why I'm saying that, honestly, from the aspect of a DJ, DJs just want to be appreciated for the work that they do. Because, yeah, you have some people out there, just like Kev said, you got those ones out there that are just the straight assholes that are just taking people for everything that works. But for every one of those, you got 20 of them that's just out there, hardworking. You're not getting into DJing for the money. I can tell you that right now. I can tell you that right now. Now, is there money to be made? Yes. Obviously. But you're not getting into DJing just for the money. It's a lot of hard, long nights. You got to think, for everybody out there who goes clubbing, you might come up to the club around 11.30, you might leave around 2.30. That DJ been there since 9, and he's not leaving until the last person he's there for. And may or may not get all of his money from the promoter that night. Mm-hmm. So now in a situation like that, it's a little good thing. Well, I mean, you you trying mm-hmm. to really dress you, up payover. We call it networking. I'm just saying, though, man, you kind of putting these DJs out there like they just needy and handout-type dudes. It's not about being needy and about being handout, but we ask so much of them. 
You got to think about this. But it's things down. Kev, their job is to keep the crowd rocking and keep the crowd coming back to that club or listening to their station. So for what it's worth, let's just be honest. For what it's worth, they could play all the songs in the top 40 and they could play the new song by Jeezy or the new song by Rick Ross. They don't have to play any of the independent. They don't have to do that. No, they don't. They can jump on. They can jump on the wave once it gets hot, which is what you know a good bit of them do. I'm not saying that they're needy, but yeah, it's their job to keep the crowd. It's not their job to break new music, right? That's one of the perks of it. When you're able to break a record, that's one of the perks of it. But that's not their job. One one particular um, DJ that I, I can say I've seen his career come from pirate radio all the way to the point where he's got one of the hottest rosters with him and other people working with him is old DJ Khaled. Now, this show started off breaking. That is true. He was breaking. That is true. You know what I'm saying? He played what he wanted to play. He went against the grain of corporate radio and what the conventional club dude was doing. And if you was able to hear this guy on power radio in South Florida, you would know this. Right. Mm -hmm. That is true. You know what I'm saying? And then you got to even think about DJ Drama, even though he commercial in a Mickey figure now. But Drama actually <laughs> came out with a whole lot of independent artists and hope helped break a lot of independent artists. But now yeah. it seems like a lot of these DJs, but, man, it's all about getting the hot guy that's out there instead of finding the next hot guy. But at the same time, I can remember when Drama was charging upwards of $15,000 to do with a gangster grill's mixtape. But that was after the fact though. I mean, dude, it comes along with the territory, man. If I become like say for if I make tracks and my starting fee is five hundred dollars or two fifty, if I put a couple of records under my belt that, that really pushed a lot of units or they have that gravity and rotation, hell yeah I'm gonna go from five hundred to five thousand. Because I I put I paid my dues to make that happen. I ain't mad at him for that. But if you coming at me, if you coming at me strictly for the fact of if I'm a DJ and you like, hey man, pay me, and I'll play your record. But then they get mad, like I said earlier, they get mad as hell because that record don't go. That record don't go. That record is straight trash. I can't, man. They 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 expect these guys to bring life to the dead. A lot of these records are dead on sight. DOA. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But them the ones that. Them the ones that get the most play out of anything. I ain't tripping, play that all day. I ain't tripping on the one that getting paid or, or played. But the fact is, you, just because you got money and you bring it to me, don't expect a miracle. I'm not a DJ, but I got partners that are DJs. You know what I'm saying? I know cats that are DJs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The thing is, you can't sit up there and think, and, and that, that's not that's a non-conventional way of thinking about payola, like you say. Man, right. Like you said, their favors and other things like that, that's fine. If you scratch my back, I can scratch your back. That's fine. That's networking to me. But if I'm coming to you for money and I'm expecting the results to be in my favor at the end, that's some bull. Just my opinion. Well, unfortunately, it happens. And a lot of times it happens in the form of this. Because, see, now we all know that payroll is illegal. But there are a lot of loopholes that go along with it. And one of those loopholes is an independent radio promoter. 
Mm. Oh, they don't like when I talk about that. There you go. Here we go. Go ahead. Oh, they don't like when I talk about that. So, let's break it down for for those who don't know about the independent radio promoter. And this is just a generalized process. Alan owns the Middleman Talk Show. They've got 1,200 stations across the country. Kevin owns KG Records. And he's got X amount of art, this X artist signed, and he's getting ready to put out his album. Knowing that this isn't the best song on earth, but it's got that club catchy kind of thing. Oh, okay. But Kevin can't go to Allen and say, hey, I'm going to pay you to play my record. That's illegal. I can't do that. But here I come, and I go to Kevin, and I say, look, if you give me X amount of dollars, I'm going to get your records played on Al's station. And I take that money, and I go to Al, and I say, you know, hey, this is what we're going to do. Because I can't just give you money to play this record. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to supply you with things for your giveaways. I'm going to give you a healthy dose of advertising. I'm going to have my artists come and, and, and perform at all of your radio events because right now he's getting plays here. He's getting plays here. He's about to be on 106 Park. So we're going to give you exclusive to him. And, hey, you know what? We might even go a little bit further. I want you to come out. I want to fly you out to L.A. for this album release. I want to fly you out for the Grammy Awards and be our special guest out there. All week. I've seen this done. I've seen this done. Uh, I'm not going to say the label, but this is a hip-hop label based out of Atlanta. They had a hot movie that was coming right around the time that their hot artist was getting ready to drop an album, and we're at Fox Sports Grill for the premiere of the movie and then the after party of the movie, and I see at least three program directors that I know on a personal level pull up in limos. Now, if y'all can't figure out who I'm talking about at this point, I gave you so many damn clues. It's ridiculous. Hey, T.I., but anyway. <laughs> Why you do that? Anyway. Man? Why you do that? <laughs> Go ahead, man. Hey, it, it is what it is. It's the middle yeah, of the talk show. We keep it going right here. That's right. That's right. Go ahead. So I take I take all this, and I go to Al, and I say, and I'm going to give you all this, and the only thing I want is, man, I just want a couple of spins from this station, some spinners from this station. I need some overnights on this station. I need some prime time on this. I need some afternoon drive on this. Now I was like, okay, you help me with the giveaways, and and you about to fly me out to the Grammys, and and I was like, okay, well let's make it work. It's legalized payola in the form of the independent promoter because at the end of the day, it was not the record executive or anyone who worked directly for the record executive who took money to this radio station to get their records played. And like I said, that's a very broad, generalized, you know, process of it. But at the same time, it's common practice. Now, does that mean it's wrong? Like, at the end of the day, I don't necessarily think that payola is right or wrong. I think it's something that comes along with a business that is built mostly on relationships. And unfortunately, a lot of people in this business think that relationships are based on money. Well, it can lead what to corruption, though, baby. Right now. Corruption. Well, I, I, I guess this is my question. What's the alternative to it? 
If there's no payola, what's the alternative? Man, putting out uh, good, putting good records up there, letting, yeah. giving people a chance. That's but it. who decides what music is good and what music is? The general public, man. You remember right. it, uh, play it or dish it? You remember that? Trash mm-hmm. it or, 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 or spin it or whatever it used to be? What yep. they gonna do? That's they it. gonna pay the general public to say your music whack? People can't deny a good record, man. I'm telling you. You know this. If your if your stuff is hot and it's banging, some people are gonna like it, some people are not gonna like it, but overall, if it's a good record, people are gonna like it. That's right. You can't go nowhere near that. Nowhere near that. But if you sit up there and, and I got that like that gentleman was saying earlier, man, if they feel like that's the only opportunity that they got is to go pay somebody to play their record, the game is lost. At the door. Because my money can't compete with two chains money. My money can't compete with a walk a flock of money. My money can't compete with anybody that paying. If I'm an independent artist. Just my money. Yeah. Well, fortunately, there are some solutions. There are ways around that. Honestly, radio should be the last place you go. The radio should be the last place you go. Because this is one thing the radio radio station can't stop you from doing. The radio station cannot stop you from handing that CD directly to a fan. Record labels, record shops, none of them can stop you from going directly to that fan and handing them that music and asking them if they will give it an honest listen and if they like it, will they please support it. They can't stop that. There are plenty of artists who do very well for themselves without a substantial amount of radio play. Eric Roberson is one. Eric Roberson is a twice Grammy nominated singer who has traveled the world over and over and over again. He does about 120 paid shows a year. He averages about $3,500 a show. When I say totally independent, I mean totally independent. When I say totally independent, I'm saying disc makers, Oasis type of independent. Check Nine is another one. Check Nine doesn't get a substantial amount of radio play. Oh, he paid That's though. True. Yeah. But Check Nine been in the game for years. For years, and he's put in work. Yep. The thing about it right. is, we get mad at Walker Flock. Hey, man. Yeah, we get mad at Walker Flock. But at the end of the day. Every two years, we got somebody that we get mad at. Yeah, you ain't lying. <laughs> we got mad at Soldier Boy. You see how that's just yeah, out? We got mad at Mike Jones. Hell, I can remember us getting mad at Nelly. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that's true. That is true. Every that is true. every two years, we got somebody that we mad at. We were mad at Gucci for the longest. We get mad at Old Daily Juice Man. But then you got an artist like Tech Nine who is doing all of this, consistently building his fan base, and still selling records. Terrestrial radio is not necessarily going to go anywhere, but it's losing the power that it once had. People, the general public is now realizing that I don't have to listen to radio to find out what's hot. I don't have to. I can go on YouTube, or I can go on 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 on, on Blog Talk. I can go on Live 365. I can go on any of these places. 
Block Talk, please don't cut us off for mentioning another internet yeah, station. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> and I'll send y'all first. We pay over, baby. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we play over right now. Pay me. We'll play your record. Pay me. <laughs> I'll play the hell out your record. We can be the only two listening. I'll play it. Yeah, and let me tell you, there are some great DJs out there. And the funny thing yeah. about it, uh, let me tell y'all something about our home state. The, the one thing I can honestly say I love about our home state is I get this a lot. People always come up and they ask me, hey, Nick. What's going on in Mississippi? Oh, they're asking about Alabama. Man, that's where the checks are being cut. They say that's where the checks are being cut because that's where the records are being broken. Records are being broken at WJMI. Records are being broken at WJZD. Records are being broken at We Up in Huntsville, Alabama. They're being broken at 95.7 Gems in Birmingham, 97.9 and 105 in Montgomery, 93 BLX in Mobile. Records are being broken there. And I can honestly say that, yeah, you might have some jerks at some of these stations, but for the most part, I can honestly say that we come from a place that will give you an honest listen because we've been held down for so long. we just like, look, we all trying to get on. Speaking of which, shout out to Big Crit for having a number six video on 106 Park for Country Shit Remix with Ludacris. That's, that's, nice, that's a nice big move for us. I'm just saying. Yep, yep. No, yep. Al said this a little earlier in the show. Payola comes in all forms. All forms, all fashion. Some of it is disguised as networking. Some of it is purely networking. At the end of the day, if you can look yourself in the mirror in the morning and be okay with what you did to get yourself out there as an artist, I can't really, I can't pass judgment on you. If you're okay with it, I can't pass judgment on you. It's just like I said about the show, the the, the effing for tracks, which is Mm -hmm. a form of payola. Yep. If that's your way of getting in, they're fine. But I will say this. Realize that at some point, the ones that are paying out, they tend to fizzle out a little faster the ones that have put in some real work. And going back to what my man Deshaun said a little earlier, there's a lot of cats out there that don't know how to put in that work. You can't just go straight for your pocket. If you're going to take that $500, don't take that $500 necessarily to that DJ. Not yet. Before you go that route, get some flyers printed. Get some CDs pressed. Get out there in the streets. Make sure that everybody that comes out of the club has your CD by the time they're in their car. There you go. And if that doesn't work for you, then you probably got a BS song and you probably just need to go ahead and pay for it. I want to thank yeah. everybody who tuned in to us today. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> hey, before you, before you get to them, man, shouts out to Dub G, man. Strike a match. What's that? Hot record. Okay. All right. Shout out to Steel Meg. Hot record. I just want to say Shout out to Steel Meg. Al, we ain't going to get to that Atlanta. Anyway. <laughs> I'm coming, man. I'm coming. Make sure you guys tune in this coming Sunday to the Middle Men Talk Show. 6 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Central. Got a great show. Make sure you tune in next Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central for the Talk of the Town. And uh, 
Oh, one more thing. I'm actually I'm about to get on Facebook right now. For everybody out there that's listening, if you ever wanted to take a look at a major label contract, I'm about to post a link to where you can actually look at it. There was a recent lawsuit in which the record, the contract itself was exhibit. It was exhibit A. We're gonna post that on the Middleman Facebook. It's about 28 pages. But if you ever wanted to see what a major label, an actual major label contract, not just a generalized one you see in the in the music industry books, but a real one that was signed by real artists who have real success, make sure in about 10 minutes that you head over to the Middleman Facebook page, join the group. The Middleman Talk Show. Yeah, Middleman Talk Show. The Middleman Show. Talk Show. Join the group and take a look at a major label contract. There's a little something for you to keep your eyes on. Go ahead and hit us with that outro. All right. The middle men shouted, Big Crit shouted. Yeah. Now I ain't sure what you was tuning in to. We'll pay attention to the real talk. What we here for, go take a listen. Time out. Take a minute. Shout in and learn some. Put your mind and grind the world. You destined to earn some. Linda, yeah. Comment on what you hear. Let's figure out this master plan and put this thing in gear. Don't matter if you hood or you corporate. Don't get you got a wheel to do way better than you were doing. Well, then you fortunate. Take a stand. Stop complaining about what you ain't got. Hating on the next man because he was dying to wreck shop. Every Sunday, tune in. Go live 6 p.m. BlogTalkRadio.com. The middle me. Hey. What's happening in the middle man? Hey, what's happening in the middle man? Hey, what's happening? BlogTalkRadio.com, the middle man. Y'all got very quiet then. Yeah, a little quiet, yeah. I'm just saying. Man, who you telling? I ain't got nothing to do with it. I'm tired of another road turn stoplight again tonight. I don't on the mark. I don't do no like that. I keep telling you, Tommy, you ain't got no job. <laughs> Nigga, I know you ain't talking. Aw, <laughs> oh, shut up, man. Here we go, man. Here we go. Well, I got a job, trust me. My back and my knees let me know every day. Uh-huh. Really? Your back and your knees, huh? Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's start. That it that didn't that didn't sound that didn't that didn't, that didn't that didn't sound right, homie. You know what? Both y'all kissed my ass twice. You knew what the hell I mean. That's what I think. I'm tired. I'm tired. My brain ain't working right. No, no, no. No. No, it ain't no help for that. No. Hey, man, I'm getting old. Y'all can go to hell, huh? Y'all can go to hell, man. <laughs> All right, man. Y'all make sure y'all tune in this Sunday. This, this Sunday. Political, baby, political. Hey, oh. we got a big show coming up next week. Is that next week, Al? Yeah, we can go ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're oh, yeah. going to put that out, y'all. You know what? We're going to be singing just like Jay-Z. I wish I never seen her at home. That's a hint. It's going yeah. down. It's going down. We out.
With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.